Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. Yes, folks, this is the Blue Day podcast. And for Chelsea fans for everywhere, every day is a Blue Day. I am your host, Keith Lawrence. And joining me again this week, he is the Slovakian Robin. Here it's Milan Laukovic again. Milan, how how are we, sir? And did you have a nice weekend? No, I'm good, thank you. Um, obviously, I couldn't play this weekend. I had cards, so uh, looking forward to being back on the pitch uh, this weekend. And um, it was chilled. It was chilled. Thank you. No problem. That's fine. Um, yes, I took a weekend off. I took a weekend off. I had uh, too many yellow cards. <laughs> <laughs> too many, too many yellow cards. But at least it wasn't a red. Yeah, this time yeah. it <laughs> wasn't. At least, at least it wasn't like uh, the uh, Spurs players from the other week, or even the uh, or even the Arsenal chap that got sent yeah. off, and Arteta was uh, sarcastically happy yeah. with uh, what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> but um, what we're going to talk about today, folks, we're going to talk about, obviously, the uh, positive 4-4 draw with Manchester City. It certainly wasn't uh, something that many fans expected. It certainly wasn't something that I was expecting. Um, some Chelsea fans I know were quietly confident of a defeat. But to be fair, and before we do touch on this, for those that listened to our show last week, <laughs> would have probably remembered a certain Milan Laukovic actually predicting that a certain Cole Palmer and Raheem Sterling may score against their former clubs. Well, <laughs> that's what happened on Sunday. And Sterling with a decent finish, it was Sterling-esque. And Cole Palmer with probably one of the best penalties I've seen for a long time at, in the match. Fabulous finish, and um, <laughs> you called it. What was your take on both their performances, but also in terms of the team? Yeah, both of them fantastic performances. Uh, Raheem, I don't know how many nut- nutmegs, probably three or four nutmegs to Man City player. He was direct, terrorizing uh, Walker, who is obviously very good uh, defender, very fast, uh, strong. Uh, but Raheem, every time he took the ball, he was positive. And Cole Palmer, obviously, just uh, keeps doing what he's been doing uh, for the last uh, uh, few games since he came. Top, top, top player. Hey, guys. This is Keith Lawrence, the creator of the Blue Day podcast here. And this is a special message to tell you of one of our new sponsors for the podcast. We'd like to welcome Fanatics, the leading sports manufacturer of online licensed sportswear and merchandise. They range from football, soccer, Formula One, NBA, and so much more. Now, this is the best part. If you want to get your hands on some swag, go to the Blue Day Podcast Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Blue Day Podcast and on our Twitter page at the Blue Day Pod for all the necessary links. Come on, what are you waiting for? Carefree. That's better. Um, sorry about that. I was just sorting out my uh, camera. Um, yeah, I thought that Cole Palmer, and again, we, we, I've touched on it on this show. I was very trepidatious when we signed him. I'm thinking, firstly, why another kid? Why another player from Man City? There must be a reason why Man City have got rid of him. But the mm. boys, the boys stepping up and slowly. Probably but surely, the best player at the club now, isn't it? Probably the best player in the team now. I think you would, you would have to say that. 
I, th- oh I think you would have to say that. He's certainly one that's been more positive. He's certainly one that has unlocked more defences. And he's... Mm. That's what has been missing. Yeah. That link up between defence and uh, attack. Obviously, Jackson is uh, scoring at the moment, which is good to see. But uh, if we're talking about playing and uh, uh, trying to make impact on the game, we're getting the ball and passing and uh, getting players... Uh, uh, you know, uh, on the ball in the final third, making that final pass, it's it's Cole Palmer that's uh, doing things. And obviously, Raheem uh, did it last game. Well done to him. Going to be a little bit controversial. Who do you think is the better player? But also, who would you take now in a group of three players? Cole Palmer now, or Mount at his best, or Havertz at his best? Probably yeah. at the moment, Mount. Uh, Mount at his best. Mount at his best. You don't. You, yeah, you think, at his best. At the moment, yeah. At his best, yeah. At his best, yeah. Because uh, Mount gives you uh, so much uh, off the ball, obviously. Um, uh, Set piece delivery. Uh, he didn't score many free kicks, I think, but his delivery uh, has been decent. And he, uh, so yeah. Um, but at his best, obviously now, if you told me now, everybody's taking Cole Palmer. Uh, oh, but yeah, I think Cole Palmer uh, is the player in form. And that's why he got picked for England. But I'm still, I'm very surprised uh, Raheem uh, Sterling is not in England squad. I think well, something's either been said or done, which is why Southgate's not picking him. Because... Who knows, man? It doesn't have to be always that, but uh, we don't know, so we can only speculate. But yeah, player um, playing that form, twenty eight years old, a uh, lot of games for England, and not there. Well, Strange. he has he has tournament experience, and yeah, he he's not my favorite player. But if you're looking to mm. maybe build a team that can p- potentially win and compete at the Euros, you need people that can do the business. And Sterling, to his yeah, credit, he showed that. Yeah, he showed that he showed in international. That duty he's certainly done that and mm-hmm. I think Southgate or some people down here call him Northgate because of his bias towards players from the northern clubs mm. you know at first he says he'll pick players based on loyalty and then yeah. all of a sudden he says he'll pick players on form well there's players that have been on form that still not in the team but players that are hardly playing are still in the side. I don't get it. I don't understand it, which is probably one of the reasons why, A, I'm not a coach, but B, why I don't think Southgate is going to do England any favours in the summer. Anywho. Yeah, I think someone touched on that, though, uh, that he's treating England as a club club team. Do you know what I mean? That he's making the atmosphere and same players all the time. And uh, if somebody doesn't play, they're not making the mess. So he, he has everything under control. I think that's what uh, that's what's going on there. Um, but that's their problem. So no interesting problem. with Chelsea though that Cole's been included in 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 the team as well. And Reese James, from what I can gather, he's not fully fit to be in contention to be mm. part of England on a permanent basis, which is all good yeah. for us because of you know there's less chance of him picking up an injury in a with all due respect a needless game against Malta or yeah. for him to play. I thought Reese James did okay. The one player that, again, is proving 
science. He's proving everybody wrong. Is Thiago Silva. Silva. There is talk that he may leave at the end of the season. There's talk that he may want to go back to Brazil to to end his illustrious career. He's certainly been one of the sort of best central defenders over the last 10, 15 years. Where does he rank in terms of Chelsea defenders for you? Now, you've been involved in training during the good old days at Chelsea where they were competing mm-hmm. every week and we had a certain captain leader legend and other players of that ilk. Where does he rank f- for you, both as a player but also someone who has followed Chelsea a lot? I think he needs to be under JT, just under JT. And then you've got your... Is that? Okay. Yeah, then you obviously got your Cavallos, Cahill... Um... I don't know, uh, Desai, Gala's obviously Desai legend, you know, but uh, with, uh, he won here, you know, if they, uh, he won the Champions League, Thiago Silva, at, at, at that age, you know, uh, I think it's amazing. It's not like he's in his prime in the Premier League, do you know what I mean? But he's still doing it at, at his age. And uh, that just shows you what kind of professional uh, he is taking care of his body and playing with the cigar. <laughs> Crazy. I, I, imagine a prime silver and a prime Terry at the back. Yeah. Goalkeepers Zero. just might as well lie down and just be like, oh, I'm on Zero team. at the back. <laughs> two absolute units. Two absolute units. Two technically unbelievable players, left foot, right foot. Yeah. So. Nah, I, thought, oh. I thought Silver's performance was good. And again, what, what amazed me was the fact that we scored from a corner. We yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Really it score was, from it was work corner, work corner. You know, obviously, <laughs> they blocked the player, and yeah. Thiago got free and a great header. Yeah, really, really good taken corner. And again, we are going to be positive on this show because over the years we certainly haven't uh, for our long term mm. listeners. However, what I will say, Cucurella. Yeah, doing well. People yeah. were lambasting the fact that Ben Chilwell weren't in the squad. People were saying that Cucurella's not even fit to wash the boots rather than put the boots on. <laughs> I've always listen. I've always been a fan of his. I've liked him ever since he was at Bar, a young kid at Barca. I liked him when he was at Espanyol and when he was going at Brighton. I was amazed with the price tag that when we signed him, I thought it was a little bit too much, and I thought, okay, without. We've outbid Man City because we obviously don't want Man City to buy him, but I always thought give him a season just to get him just just to sort of blend in a little bit. Certain players need more than one season to blend in and getting themselves going. Mm. He's certainly doing that and he's proving what he can do. Bearing in mind I always thought he would be better in a left wing back role with three centre backs, but as a left back in a back four yeah. I think he's been superb. He hasn't put no, he's been great, great, yeah. yet. He's been great when uh, called upon, obviously played at the right back where he did well. And him and uh, Lev- Levi Colwell um, fighting for position. So good, good to have. And uh, obviously with Chilva being injured, uh, we are covered there, which is really good. And people laughed at me when I bought a Cucurella shirt, signed shirt. People laughed at me when I did it last season, but now I'm I've got the one with the last laugh. There you go. Now because people really want to buy it. 
Yeah. It's not for sale. There will be stuff for sale on the Blue Day Podcast <laughs> Facebook page. If you are interested and want to grab a Christmas bargain, there are a couple of things on there at the moment. I will show Milan quickly because this is something that a couple of people may be interested in. And if you're interested, right. please get in touch. This is a proper match. or say match one. This was worn at the League Cup final under Maurizio Sarri, where we lost to Man City. Mm. Let's see if you can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Victor wow. Moses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Victor Moses issued coat from that cup final at Wembley. It is for sale. If anybody would like to buy it, if you hear the sound of my voice and you're interested in this coat, please message me on the Blue Day Podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or X and then we will be in touch in terms of sorting out payments and sorting out uh, postage if you're interested. If you want more pictures, email us at the Blue Day Podcast at gmail.com. Give the people some good price, please. Give them a good price. Cost of living crisis, you know, things have to go up, VAT as well. You know, and, 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 plus, and, and plus, with all due respect, folks, I need to save up because there's a certain person in Greece that I need to see next year, and Greece is yeah. a lovely country. So I need I need a plane ticket. But um, right. back, back to current day Chelsea. I'd, I'd love to talk more about the old days, but back to current day Chelsea. Conor Gallagher and Enzo and Caicedo, midfield three. Surely nobody can touch those three at the moment because I thought those three as a unit, they're starting to understand one another. Enzo is becoming more of a midfield general. Caicedo knows his job and Conor Gallagher, again, he's like the pit bulldog. He will just run, 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 run and Mm. not going to lambast his play, but he reminds me of a little bulldog ankle biter. He will bite your ankles for 90 minutes to get the job done. I still would like to see him score more goals. I think he's he has got that in him. But what a player. So far, he is really... Yeah, man, what a player, man. One of the best players this season so far. Definitely. Definitely one of the best uh, players so far this season. Uh, Has been been really good uh, with his energy and um, quality of his play. So, he, as we always say, let's hope he keeps it up. But at the moment... He's keeping it up and doing even more. And yeah, Caicedo and Fernandez, uh, it's a nice uh, free uh, uh, balanced uh, team in the middle. So uh, we're good there at the moment, yeah. Based on our Chelsea play, would you say Caicedo is this this Chelsea's equivalent to a Makaleli? I'm not talking in terms Makaleli of or Mikel, positioning. Yeah. I'm t- yeah, the importance of the team. So Mikel was uh, better on the ball. Uh, John Obi was definitely better on the ball than uh, Kaiseido. Definitely, hundred percent. To be fair, I I can't comment because you've seen Mikel at training. I've only seen. Yeah, him but you can uh, you can just go on YouTube and put Mikel clips, and then you understand what I'm saying. May agree Touch everything. <laughs> to be to be fair, I I am a Mikel fan now because after his performance in the Champions League final, he he he's up there in terms of a Chelsea icon. That exactly. There you go. Just that watch that game. Watch that game, and then you understand that performance that night. I've 
I didn't think he'd have it in his locker. I didn't think for one minute when we signed him that he would be a European Champions League winner. But that night in Munich... Baller. He doesn't lose the ball in time. <laughs> Absolute baller. He, he, along with a lot of other people, earned my respect that night. With how we sort of got back to the game against Man City, because the way Man City got in front and then they we pegged themselves back, we got back into the game. Then they got in front. Does that show a little bit of sort of overconfidence from Manchester City? But is that more of how we play, that we showed a little bit more grit, a little bit more of a character about us, that we didn't give up against Yeah, City? but we also, uh, we played out and we got so many times out of the press. It was very good to see a lot of good passing through the lines. Keeper made some really good passes through the lines. People showing up for, to play, supporting uh, the players on the ball. And that's what we need. If you want to play out, you need everybody um, on the same line, you know, with the same vision. And um, it was good. It was good to see, man. And uh, Man City uh, was in, uh, were in trouble many times on that pitch. But obviously, they have quality. Every time they attack, it looks like they're going to score uh, because of the quality play and the some, the one touch passing the turns inside obviously Silva once he gets uh, on the ball he's trying to uh, make their team play better uh, but yeah it was as I said uh, on X uh, straight away it was the game if you score one we score more and again you've partly proved a point to me about him um, and again thank you for that Nicholas Jackson <laughs> right place right time Exactly. I personally thought he was offside. I was waiting for the linesman to yeah, put yeah, the yeah. flag up. He's, he scored again. That's four goals now in a week, in two games. Many strikers would, would love that, even or even now. When it comes to January transfer window and we're February the 1st, do you still see him as Chelsea's leading man up front? It depends who's out there. It depends who we're looking for and who's out there. Obviously, Nkuku is coming back. Um, so, do you uh, think he'll play as a striker? Because I've, I, I don't see I don't him know, as a striker I don't myself. I, I see him as an inverted winger. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't really know. We need to wait and see. Obviously, give him time because he's coming after a knee injury, which is not easy. So, uh, yeah, but if Chelsea obviously are looking at the striker and if you can get one in, why not have two uh, if you can't? you know what I mean? Uh, and if Jackson is doing well, then he's playing, and if he's not, then uh, obviously the other striker gets a chance. Well, we need to get Europa Conference League place at least. So, yeah, two I believe we will. I believe we'll be in and around the definitely in, in, by, by the end of the season. We do need a cup run. We really do need a cup run. We're in the quarterfinals against Newcastle, which the way it's looking, that could actually be a decent game. Again, yeah. could be one that we could win. Um, but certainly, I think Potch needs to take the domestic cup seriously because we, we need to win. And there's a lot of those players that, again, you were involved in training with the best of the best. Once you start winning trophies, there's that winning mentality in, in the dressing room and in, in the entire mm. club. It'll be and good it, for the players. Yeah, it, just, it just Let's spreads see. to the development squad, the academy, knowing that something's working. But Definitely, I agree. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. So, Cole Palmer 
is obviously becoming a very integral part of, of mm. the team. One player who I also thought did well for Chelsea, we talked about Raheem Sterling, but the goalkeeping situation, I just want to get your thoughts on this because there's talk of Chelsea trying to sign Aaron Ramsdale. Arsenal are saying, no, he's not for sale. There's obviously certain people in the media that are trying to put two and two together and coming up with five. Yeah. Would you give Sanchez the gloves until the end of the season at least? Because I still think he's a decent keeper. Yes, he's not that level yet. He is still young for yeah, a goalkeeper. He might get there, yeah. yeah. I think he, he could get there, but he obviously needs time. But where do you stand on this? Do you think that we need to get another goalkeeper like a Ramsdale or someone stick for No, I don't think Sanchez? Ramsdale. I like the Porto goalkeeper. Uh, Costa, the Porto yeah. goalkeeper, yeah. Uh, but uh, listen, uh, Sanchez last game very good uh, with with his feet and obviously made the unbelievable save uh, with Haaland. Uh, when Haaland got off uh, Thiago Silva with a great run and great touch and obviously pass, I think it was from Bernardo Silva, if I'm right. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm mistaken. But um, yeah, he did well last game. So, you know, at the moment, if he's uh, given these performances, obviously, I know we conceded four goals, but uh, so did Edison, uh, who is obviously an amazing keeper. So, uh, well, one of them I didn't think was a penalty. The second part oh, of yeah, it, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But, but because it was very tough, the end of our didn't get it. Strange, strange. But the yeah. build up obviously it's a foul. It's a foul. It's a foul on Haaland. It's a foul. But it's foul before on Kukurel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But the strange. fact that the fact that VAR only looked at the footage on the second bit, not the actual whole move. They only looked at yeah, the Yeah, but it's because they explained it. They explained it, which I find I find it strange, but that's the rules, you know. And it, it was interesting, actually. There was a journalist over here in, in England that brought that yeah. made the point. You had you know, over 30,000 fans calling Anthony Taylor, I'll see you next Tuesday. And <laughs> Chelsea were promoting a no-to-hate campaign. And then this journalist was saying uh, you know, the, the hypocrisy on it. Well, yeah. to, be, to be perfectly frank, talking of hypocrisy and borderline corruption... When you've got a, a referee that was demoted to the championship, which I find even more baffling that you know referees get demoted to the championship in the championship, you've played in it. Everyone loves the championship. The fact that you've got a referee who's had a bad game and then mm-hmm. says, "Oh, as punishment, you're going into this league," I think I find that kind of disrespectful. But when you've got a, a referee that made a mistake in the championship game, the week later he then refs. Chelsea, Man City. Seriously? Yeah, Seriously? Yeah, I said that last time, but obviously people in charge are people in charge, but it's strange. That is man. bonkers. It, I mean, it's, it's worse than the politics in this country. And again, uh, he made some strange decisions in the game, you know, man. Referees Pochettino nearly thumped him. He he, he yeah. was going on the pitch at the end of the, because obviously Cucurella had the ball. It was a you know, last attack. There was, you know, somebody actually did a, might have been on X, that he actually blew up two or maybe 80 seconds before the actual allocated time was finished because based on the injury time and but the, yeah. the amount of time that should have been added to that because of the subs and other bits and break up a play. Poch wasn't happy with him. Over 35,000 Chelsea fans wasn't happy with him. 
I don't get this issue with the fact that Taylor, time after time after time after time, makes borderline ridiculous dis- decisions towards us. I'm not saying he it's biased because I, I don't need to say it. You just see the footage. Mm. Is there going to come a point, and I'm not talking about Taylor in particular because I, personally I think he's a complete and utter twat, but in terms of referees, is there going to come a point, and you've, you're still a player now, is there going to come a point where players are going to start questioning referees based on past decisions and go, you know what? we can't play because we know how bad this ref is because the amount of times that Chelsea players, which I've heard have said, not this ref, not again. Why? Because mm. mm. they just see it as an unfair advantage already because they know exactly what they're going to get with certain referees. The Brighton manager said he doesn't yeah, like 80% of the current referees in the Premier League. Is he right to say that in public or should he... Uh, should he have kept that in mind? Ah, I mean, that's his opinion. Obviously, if he gets in trouble, that's not good. But it's his opinion. And, uh, you know, we see the mistakes that they do. Obviously, VAR is not helping out because people... It's not actually... VAR is actually good, but it's people who are in charge of VAR on, on the game days and that, that are making the mistakes. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, but people are... Obviously, people are human beings making mistakes. It happens. But um, I don't know. With this technology and all that... that should it happen? Should they have some help with former players? I don't know, working, you know, to have that feeling from because they played, because some referees didn't play. I don't know. Uh, it's obviously a big debate and uh, one that we maybe never find out, like the the reasons. Do you think football has got worse with VAR? Or do you think the so, game itself has got worse? If it helps you, it's good. But if it doesn't, it's obviously not good. But if it's fair and offside, if it's offside, if we, you know, a little bit of elbow or whatever, I mean, shoulder, sorry, because obviously you can't score your hand. But the lines and shoulders sometimes, I remember the advantage should go with a striker all the time. Uh, you know, um, if your shoulder is just a bit off uh, in front of you, but the legs are. Uh, obviously not offside. I don't know. Strange. It's killing the celebration of the goals because people celebrate and they look it's offside and it's not offside, so you celebrate again. I don't know. Dead. Folks, we interrupt this show by wanting to tell you about our sponsor, Manscaped. We are delighted Manscaped are part of the Blue Day podcast. They have the tools for your family jewels. You don't want smelly nuts. You want to impress your wife, your girlfriend, or in fact your mistress. Well, look no further than Manscaped. Yes, folks, Manscaped are back. The best in male grooming. Manscaped are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this exclusive offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code BDP. That's Blue Day Podcast. Promo code BDP at manscaped.com. Don't neglect your beautiful self and get right this year with Manscaped. With this offer, you will get the slickest version of the Performance Package 4.0, the perfect package that will deal with your package. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, equipped with skin 
safe technology to minimise nicks and cuts for your nuts. It also comes with the Crop Reviver Groin Spray. I can tell you from experience, this has taken my confidence into the bedroom to a whole new level. Not only do I smell good, but it also helps out in terms of the bedroom department as well. Want something you don't mind showing that's special someone in your life? Look no further than the Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to cotton boxer briefs after wearing these. Once again, folks, Manscaped supports the Blue Day podcast so much that they provided an exclusive offer for our listeners. That is you, by the way. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code BDP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BDP. Feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you for it. Right, so we've got interesting fixtures coming up. At Chelsea, we've got the League Cup quarterfinal against Newcastle. We've also got the league game against Newcastle as well at St James's Park. I believe that is our next league fixture. With Newcastle on a little bit of issue with their form, and also they've got a, a huge Champions League game, I believe, after us. Yeah. Do you think they'll probably think more of that one rather than us at, on the 25th, or do you think they'll concentrate more on uh, on us based on our form? as well as? Uh, let's hope so, man. Let's hope so. They rest some players. they got injuries, so maybe they can't even rest. They've got a lot of injuries as well. So, uh, but yeah, it should be a good game with the teams that both of them obviously want to play. Hmm. And uh, I think they will not uh, come and sit back. So, uh, I see I see many goals in this game. As long as they're for Chelsea, that's the main thing. So, exactly. <laughs> it has it has it has been a great week to be a Chelsea supporter, and I am actually partly glad that the international break is upon us because now we can actually reflect back and enjoy that we spanked Tottenham at their place, and we spanked yes that as well, and we yes we got a little fan as well. She's obviously, she's obviously happy that we beat Tottenham as well, but. If you liked what you've heard, thank you very much for listening to our show. She obviously likes our show as well, so we hope that you do too. If you want to find us on Facebook, find us on facebook.com slash the Blue Day podcast. Find us on X as well. Milan Lakovic is on X and Instagram if you want to find him. Milan, just quickly say where they can find you. At Lakovic Milan 10. That's the one as well. I will actually get that right one day. But you can find him on X. You can find him on Instagram as well. We hope you've enjoyed this show. Remember, if there's any any stuff that you want to buy for your loved ones for Christmas, find us on the Blue Day podcast and you'll hopefully get some nice little goodies to put in your stockings this year. I've been Keith Lawrence. He's been Milan Laukovic. And this one's been our third person. (laughs) Keep the blue flag flying, folks. Stay safe and carefree.